All right, and we are on the air. This is Edwin Lee Raymond with the Edwin Lee Raymond Show with you. Mr. Murfreesboro, also known as Bill Wilson, is with us. Our guest tonight is your county property tax assessor, property assessor, (laughs) tax assessor, I'm sorry. You all know him, Rob Mitchell, returning to be with us. And uh, who else we got? Bill may be calling in a little bit later. Your friend Rob, uh, Mr. McDaniel. uh, Michael McDonald. Michael, Michael McDonald. McDonald. Michael. I'm, I'm hoping that he'll call and, in, but uh, I wouldn't count on it because he told me he is watching the Bills they're game They're watching with the his Bills brothers. game. Yeah. And Larry Cawthorn, hello. How are you? And everybody else that's... Uh, Give us was, an update on the game, somebody. <laughs> if you don't mind, call I'll tell you in. what. We'll have Michael do that. How about that if he wants to okay. call? <laughs> That's my team. That's my team. You, you're like the Bills? Growing you're, up, Bill, yeah, yeah, I okay. love Buffaloes, and, of course, my right. first name is Bill, so I always love the Buffalo Oh, Bills. great day. We're going to talk to Rob about current events and property taxes and all types of good stuff like that. Zach's on the board with us tonight. But for right now, if you're ready, we're going to get started here with, with Mr. Mitchell. My name is Evan Lee Raymer, and yes, I am still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight. You can reach Mr. Mitchell at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And you can also send us a text at that number, and our producer will be glad to read it over the air. For those of you who do not wish to be heard live, my co-host, as you well know by now, fantastic co-host is Mr. Bill Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro. Our guest, as I already told you, is Mr. Rob Mitchell. Now, you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. A lot of my family in Kentucky likes to listen on there, and I'm sure you're listening tonight if you are. Cousins, friends, relatives, all of you, hello. Um, and hope you're going to have a great 4th of July. And uh, you can watch us on Facebook <laughs> live, as my wife does. I have the Edwin Lee Raymer show on WGNS. But Joanie usually watches on Bill's Mr. Murfreesboro page. She got used to doing that. And you can go there and watch <laughs> us as well. And you can also download WGNS app and type WGNS with you wherever you go. And listen whenever you wish. And listen to all the good shows here. Simplicity, Miss Angela Bingham is on, and uh, she's doing a great job. Stephen Reynolds just left here. Uh, him and uh, Dalton, they taped their show, which will be uh, put on, I think it's on Friday mornings, I'm leaving it, Zach. And uh, they'll uh, have that up and going. And, Rob, if you would hand that to Bill to let him put up, please. Yes, I'd sir. appreciate it. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rob Mitchell. Uh, Bill, I'm sorry. Well, do we have anything to announce I, I was before we announce, get started? Have y'all seen the Bernie meme that's out there on Facebook. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. He went to the inauguration head mittens. Did you see the mittens? That lady in his army is going to make some money. Oh, yeah. It's all on his website. I think you can buy I'm it. I'm telling you. I'm but telling you. I think people on social media are getting tired of it, but it's it's uh, something to show up you know, at inauguration Let me ask with both mittens. y'all. You know, my wife, what is it about him that, is it just that he's just a a grouchy old man. <laughs> I mean, he's Walter Matthau. Everybody yeah. seems yeah. to like him. I mean, oh, he's been around forever. What do you he, think? Well, it is, I think Bill? people are. If you love him, it's kind of like if you love you love somebody, you love him. If you don't care for him, you don't care for him. There, he has a lot of supporters. A lot of people fear that he's like a socialist, which, which he's. He is in some. You want to talk about socialism, Rob? Did you come up here to talk about socialism? I'll you? talk about anything you want. <laughs> You're here to promote uh, your socialist agenda now, right. Rob. Take Rob. Uh, Rob, tell us. How, I mean, what do you think? Why does he does he draw, especially young people? They're really attracted to him. Well, he looks like uh, you know their grandfather. He's a hippie too, and kinda. you know he's well true. You know he's he's well. Uh, education should be free. Well, you know, and you have terrible, you what have about terrible medicine? Debts. It should be for medicine. Should all be free. Everything should be free. Nobody has to pay for it. Well, 
true, but now we do pay for it indirectly through taxes. We okay. do, but and if you never work, you never pay tax. <laughs> hey, watch it there. Watch it. Watch out, man. <laughs> Don't be talking about it. Okay, we better go to our first break and get out of here. Folks, thanks for joining us tonight. <laughs> it's not a nice welcome. show. I think Zach he, thought I was going to He's a throwback is what he is. He's a throwback. Well, I guess so. Yeah, to, uh, and I did respect I mean, the way he raised money. I mean, what was it like twenty one dollars four years ago? And, yeah, yeah. You know, and he didn't. I don't think he accepted any money from any big donor. Nobody, nobody was a big donor uh, wanted to give to him. I, I mean, I don't he, know if he had any big donor money or not, but I loved. I, don't uh, I loved his fundraising mechanism, and I'd love to employ it. Yeah, <laughs> everybody give twenty bucks, and then you know he did raise a lot of money, but he did. He a, sure did. He did appeal as an older dude. He appealed to the younger crowd. He sure has. There's no doubt about it. Um, and but the uh, means have got to stop. <laughs> That's my whole point. Oh, well, and I've I been guilty of run. it. I've yes, posted probably twenty. I, I know. Yeah, I, I love the one yeah. for where he was with. Uh, uh, oh gosh. Oh, I've got twenty or thirty here. The one oh, where he's know. sitting on a couch and the, yeah. and the guy goes, Leonard. He's he's. Sheldon, the, the one with Sheldon and Leonard, where he says, Leonard, he's sitting in my spot. You know, I love Didn't that. they have one with Tom Hanks, uh, Forrest Gump? Forrest I believe Gump. they had him on the bench beside him or something. You he's, know. He, they've got a bunch of them. All right. We've already, we got a uh, phone call. We've got a caller on the line with oh. a question from Mr. Mitchell. Caller, you are on the air. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, hi, Mr. Mitchell. I wanted to first tell you um, how – appreciative we are here in rutherford county for all the hard work that you have done for us um can you tell us what we can expect any new innovations um that will be uh, coming up in 2021 and then my follow-up question is what's your favorite dessert <laughs> is, is this mrs mitchell who is this <laughs> okay ma'am do you have a name do you want to give us your name you don't have to oh it's rebecca dawn Oh, Rebecca. Okay. And you want to know is, I want to hear it's the dessert. It's a country music. I want to hear the dessert. <laughs> Rebecca, I've never, that's the first. We've never had that. Could be Delta Dawn. No. You know, no. it's a whole lot better than the question Bill Clinton got asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, the show's, we've got an hour to go yet, Ross. <laughs> nice shot. Rebecca, do you have anything else? Is she already gone? You, she's gone. She hung she's up. gone. Okay. So your Rebecca. favorite dessert, and what was Rebecca the other one? Uh, any any big innovations coming up for twenty one, and you know, then the dessert question. Well, uh, I mean, I've been told that I must keep a stack of of things that I like to sharpen up and poke people with in a desk drawer. <laughs> okay, but but the latest one is you know, um, it it's been it's always a challenge in county government to find well trained employees when you have a vacancy, and county and state government right. and federal government it's it's all exactly the same if you don't fill that position you're going to lose that position they're going to take it away from you because you didn't fill it right. so what that does is that encourages the wrong behavior from department heads and elected officials because they will simply plug a warm body into right. that spot, yeah. and then you are stuck with someone and for the rest the, of their national job. Because, for example, like he's saying, ladies and gentlemen, here's here's the thing. Uh, Russell Key, who's a good friend yep. of ours and has been for years, friend of our family, uh, and just a fine fellow, I can't do his job. I, Russell is a trained appraiser. That's right. what he's done basically all of his, well, the last 30 years, I guess. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He know I can I can call him up a piece of property right now in Rutherford County. I bet you or him could tell yeah. me, oh yeah, I'm familiar with that piece of property. You know, because Rutherford County being as big as it is, but still, you all know these. That's about. your yeah. business. You know, I don't know that, and so you can't. It's not like just hiring. No offense to anyone out there, but it's just not hiring like hiring regular office staff that right. does files and clerking and all that, or answering the phone, and all that. Those guys and gals have to know what they're doing. Tell us what your job responsibilities are. People think you set the tax right, but isn't it the county commission? County yep. commission is the actual tax assessor. They assess taxes on right. people. They they levy the taxes on the people. Right. The trustee collects the taxes. Trustee's the tax collector. Right. Ted never ne never Thanks, call Ted. Ted. Never call Ted the tax collector. That's a bad thing. <laughs> never, <man>. never. <laughs> we unfortunately together, Ted and I got to meet his wife uh, 
Jeff Mullins passed away. We went yeah. to visitation, and Bill, yeah. I think you'd gone earlier, right? I believe. And uh, and we stood in line together. And of course, everyone had their mask on. Of course, with the Mullins family, you have huge lines, tremendous crowd, so many people, and uh, but we stood there and we talked about you for almost an hour, right? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm an old jeweler. <laughs> I was a jeweler in a past life. Yeah. Oh, okay. All I was right. a diamond. Uh, I was yeah, a. I was a diamond buyer for no, service merchandise. Let's, let's get back to what trustees. So the trustee yep. collects the money. County commission right. sets the right. Now, what do you do? We just go out and say this is what the market says this property's worth. Right. That's it. Right. And, and as a realtor, I've been told that on the tax record, there's a certain amount appraisal amount. Mm-hmm. But really, the value is worth about twenty percent more than that. It could can be you, because can you explain we, that. Well, we only we only set the value to market once every four years, right? And at four years, we are pretty close to whatever the market value is going to be. Uh, and what you, you buy, you it do for. try to give people benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you know, we, we don't we're not out there to gouge people. Sure. And, and right. when we're measuring a property. Uh, we will round down. We don't round up. Round down. And right. and we give right. the taxpayer the benefit of the doubt. Right. Uh, so, you know, because they have valorum taxes, uh, and avalorum just simply stands for at value. It's statutory. Mm-hmm. Um, we're one of the few. There are states in the Northeast that don't reappraise on a regular basis. Right. Uh, there are states out west that it's called the welcome neighbor. Um, whatever you buy the house for is what it's going to be appraised at right. while you live there. Okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, but but we set we set the rates, and there's an appeal process. If you think we've got it wrong, uh, you can appeal your value in June of every year. Um, so I mean, it's it's a statutory process. Uh, nobody's perfect. Sure. Right? Sure. You know, and if and if, you you have an appeals process. I mean, well, you know. if if there if there is a clerical error. Yeah. On the card, you know, on the property record card. Which does happen periodically. It does. Or like square foot's a big one because somebody may buy a house and there's 1,200 square feet and then they finish out the garage, which mm-hmm. adds another 200. Do y'all, when do, you, do y'all measure that or how does, tell me how that works. Well, hopefully there will be a permit, but a lot of times sure. things aren't done with permits. Right. That's why we have to have people right. in the field to drive the neighborhoods and say, you know what, there's not a garage there anymore. Right, uh, Chicago, you know. those Chicago turnaround. Yeah, you know, so, <laughs> so, so I mean that that's 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 why we've got folks. You know, ah. okay, all right, that that gets you a visit from the great Russell Key. Okay. We're not promoting that, folks. Rob, no. <laughs> Rob Mitchell is your Rutherford County property assessor, and he's with us tonight. He's been good enough to come up on a just a dreary rainy night and sit in here with me and Bill and talk about Rutherford County. We might even talk about some history later on. But for right now, we're going to go to our first series of breaks. Zach's going to take us to. This is the Ed Willie Raymer Show. Stay with us. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with parts a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs, and we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. I'm Leah.
Olivia, the Bond girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds, now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties. Sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Willworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Willworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. And we are back. Uh, Bill, you want to well, make some Well, I just want to say hello. Uh, thanks for tuning in, y'all. Ed Phillips, Matthew Studd, and Austin Maxwell. Are, hey, guys. He had a question. What we've been talking about the last time was the apartments versus yeah. home appraisals. Yeah. Laddie Hopkins, hello. Hey, Gary Laddie. Smith, hello. Hello to everybody. Thank you all for tuning in. Well, let's get to the, let's Go get ahead. to the first question that was called in. The not, lady not that the, called in, yeah. Not the one about my desserts. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah, lost the, I've lost weight, and people you, are already trying to fat me you've up. Got, you've you've got something going on yep. that you're going Jenny to do. Jenny Craig is this, working. No, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're working on um, a certified apprentice appraiser program that will be administered through the Department of Labor at the federal government level. Okay. It'll be the first time this has ever been done in the United States. Okay. So it will give an opportunity for veterans right. to use their GI Bill to get the training to do this uh, for a career in ad valorem tax assessment. Good idea. To be an appraiser. To basically. be an appraiser. That's right. How now, do they do it? where did you get this idea? Did you come up with this, or is, is this a program that's been available? People just weren't taking advantage of it. It's never been available because it's never been there. And the frustration is, now I will give credit to my wife, because my wife said, why don't you do an, uh, an apprentice program? Oh, and I no. said, you Is know this going to be on TV, too? Oh, the no, <laughs> no not, not The Apprentice. <laughs> okay. No. Just no. But nobody has ever done a program like this. And what it will do is it will create a pool of already trained, already experienced people right. that when those positions come open at the county level, and we've got 95 counties in Tennessee, right? positions come open all the time. The comptroller's right. got a position open right now or did last week that's right. been open for three weeks where they haven't been able to find a candidate. Wow. They would have a trained pool of people that understand ad valorem tax assessment and appraisal and right. will be able to fit into that job. It won't take 18 months to train somebody because they've already gone through an apprentice program they'll be certified by the department of labor and they'll be able to hit the ground running how I many really, people are y'all going to hire do you have any idea and how do they go about getting involved with it well, do y'all we, pick them out or how i mean how do you they'll have to apply for it and online apply, uh, how long will this program. training take Rob? it'll probably, about, it'll probably you know be eight you? it depends on the level it'll be at least 18 months they're required okay. to put in 2,000 right. on the job hours okay uh, there's no obligation to hire them after the end of it. So does that mean they'll be riding with your guys, with your folks, yep. possibly to see how the job They'll be done? out there just like a regular trainee would, only right. they'll have a classroom uh, component to that where they'll actually be taking classroom training. Right. They'll be passing the test. They'll be it's taking just like going to school. Absolutely. Okay. I feel sorry for the guy that's got to ride with Russell Key. Okay. <laughs> I think we've got another caller. And what was your favorite yeah. dessert, by the way? <laughs> Banana pudding. That okay. lady's going to get us in trouble. Okay, let's go ahead, Zach. We've got a caller on that. Caller, go ahead. How you Mr. Raymond? Well, I'm doing fine. How are you? Is this Jeff? I'm doing pretty good. I just, I just wanted, to, wanted, to tell, I wanted to tell Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson, did Hi. you win that lottery this week, the billion dollars? I did not. I had, you, you know. Not? 
I did win a lottery, but we'll, let, let's not talk about He's here, that. isn't he? Jeff, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, but somebody did well, win well, it. I they figured, were out of well, Michigan. I figured, well, what, what, I, what, I figured is, what I figured is you, you and the Mayor's split it, and Mayor's wearing by her a golf course play golf all day. That's right. what you do with your ass. That's right. I didn't know what you do with your ass. That's right. She, that's what she do. Yeah. I mean, that's what she do. But, that's right. But, uh, but, uh, but no, so somebody won 50000 in Laverne, and somebody won in Rockville won a bunch of money. I'm a fireball here recently. Wow. Jeff, did you have any questions for Mr. Mitchell? I, I just wanted to ask you about. about we don't have the, the numbers right now, but we'll tell you to later. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, we'll tell you, and I, I didn't want to tell you your bills are losing the All four right. quarters, though. And also, I wanted to ask Mr. Mitchell um, it, it, with, with the growth of Rutherford County, does that make your job harder or easier? As far as as far as assessing property, as far as, I know you said the tax rates are set by the commission. Does it make your job harder when when it's, when it's a place that's growing or, or if it's a place that's smaller? Does it make your job harder or easier? And I'll just hang out with you. Thanks, Jeff. Y'all show. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thank brother. You. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you for your support of this broadcast. All right, how that's about a, that, that, Rob? That's a great pro- that's mm-hmm. a great question. Um, this uh, we need you need to have people to pick up the new growth. Sure. Our, our, You're going to have to. I mean, you, that's you have part to. Of, and you and I agree on on, yeah. on a lot of this. Every you know, every department <clears throat> in the county has grown in staff. Okay. With the exception of yours, of the assessor's office, mm-hmm. and ours was actually reduced by two people last year. And that can't stay that way. No, the CTAS did a study. I, I commissioned a study after that. They said not only were we should we have not lost the two people, they should have given us two more. Now I only asked for one more. But the commission didn't approve the one that I asked for and cut two open positions that I had because they hadn't been filled yet. Right. Because I simply refused to hire people that weren't the best pick for the job. Because right. if you if you don't get the most from what you have, then that's a disservice to the citizens of Rutherford County. So to, to answer the question, yes, it, it as we grow and if we don't get adequate support from the county commission – it makes the job much more difficult, and the people that suffer are the taxpayers. I got a question. Okay. Why is the size of your staff being cut when the county's growing so quickly? That's a good question. Somebody needs to ask their commissioners that because I don't know. It's it's counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. It, it I will really agree is. with you. Yeah, I agree. You, can you give us a refund? Can I give it? No. The okay. refund a refund would have to come from the trustee's office. Now, if if there's something that's incorrect on on your property record card, we can make a change on that. Uh, usually, the refunds aren't what people think that they're going to be. Right. Yeah. Because if you're off by fifty or a hundred square feet on a house, it's not that big it, deal. It's not a lot. You, you might get back ten bucks. Well, apply it to the tax. I mean, yeah. for goodness' sake. Are, y- are y'all's offices open to the public now, or is that are y'all still doing virtual? How's that work? No, we're still closed. Okay. We are okay. still closed to yep. the public. Uh, tangible personal property schedules have gone out, and we are encouraging everybody to file online. Sure. If you're not sure how to fill the schedule out, call our office. Sure. They, they will help you fill it out online and work that through for you. It's much simpler. We invested in a whole new online filing program to make it easier for the for the citizens of Rutherford County. So that's something you've done. Yep. Yeah. Here's, uh, a, here's a question somebody's got. Adequate facilities tax versus the development tax. What are your thoughts on that? Adequate facilities tax. Versus I, the development tax, which I think that's, by, that's uh, from uh, the county commission, too. Well, you mean adequate that's coming facilities. from Ed no, I don't know. Well, that, that, that goes back to the difference in um, the County Powers Act where we were limited. Uh, we should have enacted at the county level back in about 1990 – we should have had an impact fee of about $2,500 should per have. door. You said should have. Should have. We okay. didn't. We didn't. We, they waited five years, and then they put one in for $1,500, uh, which was better than nothing. Right. Uh, there are still ways that this can be addressed. The county can have special assessments, which are not an impact fee, so it's not right. restricted, and it's not a tax. Uh, they just have to uh, – I mean, I'll be happy to tell them how it would work. Uh, I've suggested it before. It's done everywhere. It's essentially it's it's to done help to maintain the roads or help maintain whatever. Right in it, the county. Well, the way state the way state law specifies, if there is a an improvement done through infrastructure, uh, 
and the infrastructure could be roads, it could be highways. I believe government infrastructure investment would also go to schools. Sure. Right. Uh, what you do is if if the parcel as it exists is worth more after that facility is in place than it was prior, state law allows you to assess that property for right. its proportional share of the cost of the improvement. Gotcha. And then amortize it over a period of time. Okay. So right. n- nobody escapes that. If it goes into an area, okay. every parcel gets it. Sure. That has a structure on it. You're not just picking it. out Ed Raymer and everybody else in right. the community. Is, is, okay. And that, and that's fair. Every, every, it's it's kind of like saying, well, we, we need to have a uh, the old flat tax. Everybody gets 10%. Yeah. Right. right. Boom. Across yeah. the board, everybody's going to pay their proportional share of the cost to do that. Yeah. That that's that's an idea. Uh, I think there was a question too about uh, if apartment complexes and did, if if they uh, yeah, the if they pay for rates. themselves. Right. People uh, get irritated about apartment comp thinking they don't. No, but they apartment, do. I think apartment complexes and commercial properties are assessed at forty percent of their value, uh, which means they get a sixty percent. They're not they're not taxed. To the developer. At, no, and whoever the taxpayer okay, is. Okay. Okay. So. In some states, uh, ad valorem taxes are 100% of appraised value. Rutherford County, uh, the state of Tennessee back in 1978 when they uh, redid the Constitution adopted a fractional assessment, which gives a discount to people off the bat. Utilities are assessed at 55% of their appraised value. Uh, Commercial properties are assessed at 40%, so they get a 60% discount. Residential is assessed at 25%. So that's a 75% discount that you get off the top for tax purposes. Now, commercial properties are assessed at 40%. They do pay 60% more because of how they're assessed. Yeah. The the thing that everybody misses, everybody misses, is that after an equalization, after a revaluation, which we do once every four years, Attorneys and tax reps come in, and they make money off of appealing these large-value properties. Right. When they receive a reduction, and they do in 95% of the cases, that reduction shifts the tax burden, the real tax burden, onto everybody else. So now we are no longer equalized. So you have no legal citizens. recourse on this. You have no you don't have the resources to have We it. don't have the, we don't have the resources to mount an adequate defense and that's that's another pro- we can lose more on an appeal than it would cost to hire four employees. Well, well shouldn't the commission be taking this up? And that's been brought to the commission. <laughs> it already has been. Yeah. What do they say? No. Well, but what's their reasoning? There is one. They didn't give me no. one. They just say we don't need it. <laughs> well, I beg to differ. Yeah. So the citizens of Rutherford uh, County are making now, up the difference. You yeah. said in one particular case, this was set off the air, please, I don't want to get you in any hot water. One case reduced their, their, their payment of like $13 million. Well, the, the appraised value is reduced by $13 million. That's incentives. That's that's how real money. businesses that's, come yeah, here, right? Real money. Yeah. Now, now the problem with that is, once this tax rep says goes around to the owners of all the other apartment complex and right. says, "Look, we got a thirteen million dollar reduction on the appraised value." Here we, we go. We'll sign you up, and then they all start calling that, and that's money for them. It's a money making business. That's sure. what it is. I mean, there's ways to to disincentivize this for the tax reps. Uh, but that's good. I can't control that. That's going to have to come from the county commission and from the trustee. From a vote, yeah. You know, on, on how, and it has to do with, um, they only have to pay the undisputed portion of the tax on an appeal. Right. The trustee just has to hold them to that and say, no, you only have, you're only, I'm only going to accept the, un- collect, the undisputed portion. Right. Because what happens, they will pay the full amount. If it takes a year or two to settle this, it accrues at interest, and anything that's settled, the county has to pay back plus interest. Wow. And and the taxpayers are the one paying that. It's, you know, it's, it's frustrating. Down, an upside-down system. It, it's, right. it's difficult. It doesn't sound fair. Well, it it isn't. It's it's a difficult system. We're, you know, the county's being forced to fight with one hand tied behind their back. And all it really takes is an investment in people 
and software to right. get this done. Uh, that's all it takes. I mean, there is no magic wand that's that's going to fix it. You can't buy a software program to, to sit there right. and do that. Yeah. You know, you actually have to have well-trained, intelligent people to do the job. I want you to answer a question for me, and this was posed to me by uh, uh, an individual. It said their children are in uh, private schools. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're saying, why am I paying so much in property tax? When my, my children are not in public school, they're in private school. My thinking right off the bat is that's your decision to make. Um, what would you tell a person that has that attitude? And some people, like my wife and I, we don't have any children at home. Our children are grown. They've got their degrees. They're out on their own. They've bought their own places. You know. And I've got people that, believe it or not, and I know you've probably heard them, that, mm-hmm. I, don't, I shouldn't even be paying any property tax. Well, you know, <laughs> do you want a road to drive on? Do you like the sidewalk you got? Do you like street lights? I mean, it's some people way out about, here. You're talking about socialism, right? <sighs> no, I'm not <laughs> talking about socialism. I, that, you know, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, just yeah. reasonable. I mean, but now the public school, that, this is something, and, and I know we've got a lot of people who have kids in public schools. That's our private schools. That's fine. How do you how do you answer that? that so, somebody paid for years. Yeah, it's true. The, the alter- I mean, alternative school. You talking about? Uh, I mean, right. I mean, somebody somebody. The Tennessee Constitution, and and I know there are much brighter uh, individuals out there listening to this show tonight because I've seen them. Hi guys, <laughs> uh, online. Uh, the 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 Tennessee Constitution says that the the counties will pay for public education. Right. It's, it's a requirement of the Constitution that public education be paid for. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, it doesn't say how you pay for it. It just says We're responsible it, for it. It, it yeah. will be paid for. So, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, that's how you pay for it is a question for the legislature. Well, you know, right. but we have to pay for it. The county has to pay for it. The cities, they don't have to. That's voluntary. Right. Um, mm-hmm. you know. I, Austin Maxwell's got a question. Yes, sir. How often does a commercial property owner appeal? Uh, Just ballpark. They, they, they can appeal every year, and the larger ones do. Um, you know, we've we've got. You mean they just sit around appealing all all the time? That's, every year, yeah. They'll they'll just and it see it. They crank this out. They've got an office staff of people that sit up there and simply type in "we're appealing," and they don't even want to appear in public. They want to just be able to do it over the telephone. Not even. And, and, <laughs> that sounds and, about right. And the, they don't most. They yeah. most of the time do they don't even mount. They don't even mount an adequate defense. They'll come in and they'll say, we're just here to preserve our right to appeal to the state board so that they can get to an administrative judge who's going to, on average, knock 15% off, right off the top. And that is their margin. So if if we can negotiate anything less than a 15% reduction, right. we feel like we've won because we've done better than letting it go to an administrative judge. Right. Okay. So. So that's that's all part of it. I mean, that's a great question, but it's a money-making deal for them. It has nothing to do with. Uh, they say we are the representatives of the taxpayers. No, actually, the property assessor is the only representative right. of the taxpayer right. in government. Period. We're the only one that represents and fights for fairness, fights for equality for people in in taxation. That's our job, to make sure that the tax burden is fair and equitable and levelized to all parties. Right. The tax reps, it's it's their profit. It's their job. They make money doing it. And, hey, it's a good gig if you can get it. I don't fault sure. them for that. That's a right. free market. Yeah. Right. But you have to realize it for what it is. So mm-hmm. the chess game that we're playing is... They've got a money incentive, so to keep them from appealing so much, we have to disincentivize it. The first thing that we should do is we should work with the trustees, and we should say, only collect what the undisputed portion is. That way you don't have anything to turn back in. That's how the tax reps make their money, because what they will do is they'll say, well, you paid this amount. I can get you 15% back. 
give me 5% of the 15% you get back plus interest. And they right. said, well, it's not going to cost me anything. I've already paid it. So they sure. settle. They make a nice chunk off of that. Then mm-hmm. they go on to the next one. And they do that over and over and over again. And the county's being used as a bank accruing interest for those folks. And every year they come back for more. They come back for more because there's blood in the water. Yeah. Well, let me let's. <laughs> Do you see any into this? I mean, how could this be remedied? Well, it, or can you know, it be? Well, uh, that you can't you can't tell someone they can't appeal. Right. However, with the tax reps, if it is a disincentive for them to appeal, if they're not getting any money out of you, or if it costs them more money to go sure. through this, they'll stop coming they'll back stop, to the well. Yeah, you know, about once or twice, that'll be the end of That's that. That's it. If the if the, if it's right. hard to get water out of the well, you'll you'll go to where it's easier. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Bill, do you have a question? Well, no. I was going to talk to you about the uh, incentive to buy older homes and fix them up. What is that grant called? It's the uh, that's the uh, historic property tax abatement. Right. Uh, We've talked about that here before. I like, right. I'd like to the, talk about are, it again. Are we Let's, the ones that are you them about the only one? Our county is the our county is the only one in, in the you know, state. In the state. In the, in the state. Right. Now it's been state law for a while. The need one of any county of a certain size, you had to have two hundred thousand people. Let's right. do an example Could of how this it. works. So if I'm I'm down here, it goes down to the square or downtown when you find an older home you buy it or or you, you know, find an older building downtown or an older or a commercial building yeah all right it's got a it's got a value right now and improved okay okay you go through the historic property tax abatement committee you show them your plans you do a a, a markup of uh what the history of the property is why it's it's important they'll approve it They'll disapprove it. If they approve it, it comes over to our office. We'll send somebody out. We will take pictures, examine it, and we'll set a value of it unimproved as it is that day. Right. Now, that value is the value that will hold for 10 or 15 years. So if you make improvements to it, it doesn't change. So that is a huge, and an increasing market, that is a huge incentive for somebody to go in and invest and fix something up. I got yes, a call from the uh, right. Historic Commission in Nashville. They want to use this. They're, they, yeah, they, they, that's they, right. They're, they're liking to use this to fix up Second Avenue. They're, so After how does the this work? Yeah, and yeah. as we were talking before we went on the air, um, I heard on the news. Uh, this, uh, folks, if you haven't heard, I think it was on Channel Five. Don't don't hold me to that. But um, a lot of the codes inspectors have been in the older buildings, the mm-hmm. one that were right. were damaged. And it looks like there's pretty good news there. Those structures are going to be – they're Sal- structurally salvageable. sound. They're yeah. salvageable. Yeah. So uh, the wife and I talked about this. Said, you know, they, I don't know if they can rebuild down there or not, those older buildings. But, man, they must be really – I mean <laughs> – But this would be they, an ideal you know, situation. What, what, it uh, is Rob an is ideal to, situation. To go in so. and, and fix yeah. it up. Because, Rob – it's, it's ironic. The wife and I were talking last night. I said, you know, a lot of our older buildings, we've got them right here on around the square. Yeah. The front is not that big. It's mm-hmm. what, maybe 30 feet wide, yeah. 25, 30 feet wide, 24 foot, right. whatever. You can do that pretty economically, really, considering, to, yeah. and to keep the integrity of the look of, say, the late 1800s or whatever. Right. Now, what's inside does not necessarily have to go with that, right? No. It can be modernized to... Because you've got, you know, nowadays computers and, and right. flat screens. We've got on them the here all over the studio. Right, yeah. yeah. And equipment and, and things that you need. But that, that uh, the, the, the the front of that building can be done relatively. Yeah, the facade of it. The yeah. facade right. of it can. I think it's a great thing. And are y'all having anybody? Yeah, how's it, it going? I was wondering, how's you, the program going? Yeah, well, yeah, we've reached out to MTAR. And I've, I've taken the stuff over there and talked to them. They're in a process of going through renovations. And, of course, we've got right. COVID and nobody can get oh, in and yeah, get out. And yeah, that's, right. that's messed up. We've had, we've had uh, one large project and one small project so far. Right. Uh, now, we had a lot of homes on East Main Street that went up for sale recently. Right. And I sent information out and made contact with uh, each of the realtors that are listing those properties and sent them materials and said, you know, Tell the people that are that are buying these homes that there are tax incentives that they can use. There are, right? You know that will help them with because everybody wants to put their own stamp on their home when they get there. Sure. So they're going to fix it up and gussy it up. Why not spend a little time learn about that historic property that you're going into? You're going to make some changes. Don't let those changes impact 
the taxes that you're going to pay. Okay. Do you have to keep the house a certain period, or do you have to pay the or tell me how that works? No, it transfers. It transfers. Okay. So, so if if your passion, Bill, is going in and fixing up old homes and flipping them, and right. you wanted to do a TV show on HGTV, okay, you could come in, you could buy these homes, you could get the the taxes on them frozen for a period of time and then you could turn around and you could flip them and i wish somebody would do that because that would do more if you get it on hgtv you get one of the folks that does that stuff the property brothers come in there and they say oh and and as a bonus for this flip or flop when we redo this house your taxes don't go up for all these renovations that we've done and again it's transferable it's transferable you that's the key Yeah. yeah Now, you must adhere to the specifications set by the historical society. Right. Now, that's a whole different ballgame. Right. And they can be very, very the zoning. specific. The zoning. Historical right. Zoning. Well, it, in, in Murfreesboro, they've got the historic zone that restricts people to doing things a certain way. All right, if you're going to tell people that you have to do things a certain way, right. why not give them a tax incentive for doing it? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that comes right. down to property right. rights, because okay. there are several people who do not want to be in the historical zone because they don't want to be told what to do with their property. Well, yeah. that's true, too. But, I mean, and, and, and you should know, and let's just call it space, but I mean, and, and we all three do that. I mean, if you're going to buy a house out here on East Main, you better have some money. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a man tell me once, he bought a house out there, and y'all would know him. And he's a fine fellow. I've worked for him before. My, me and my brother have, our brothers have. And we did some work on some property he had, not his house, but other places he owned. And he said buying the house was the cheapest thing he ever bought. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of it. The rest of the it. Is expensive it's, part. Yeah, yeah, it's the, just a continuing yep, yep. process. Yeah, and yeah. and these are not for the this is not for the faint of heart. No, you have to have a real passion for this. You really do. And and, and those old houses you get into that wood. My wife and I had one in East Nashville. That was enough. <laughs> okay. well, that was a foundation, you know. Yeah. Well, you, you, the foundation of that was you got regular, regular block. Yeah, but, you could buy a house for two hundred thousand and spend two hundred. Yeah. real lazy. But Rob, uh, the, it, it is it is not again, like I said, for the faint of heart. No. Here's, it, here's another question from uh, Mr. Phillips. Uh, how does transparency affect our government processes? Can more transparency help these processes? Oh, that's that's, that's another excellent question. Yeah. Um, that's another one of my passions. I've been working for three years to make county government more transparent. Uh, there's there's a, a resource, I want to call it Open Checkbook, for, for lack right. of anything else to call it. You want to know how much was spent on a particular project in a county office? You'll be able to log into your computer, key in the information, and you'll see exactly who the vendor was, where it was spent, how much of it was spent. Right. Okay. You know, you'll see what was requested to be spent. Because sometimes people request and See the difference, yeah. And see the difference. So, you know, follow your tax dollars. Uh, if you want to know how much your property is worth, you can log in. You can see that. You see that your neighbor's doing some building, but there's not a permit showing on the website in for real them. time. In yeah. real time, you can punch a button. This is my grand scheme of thing in this because it's it's not been done yet for funding purposes. It'll connect to the the permit website in either the county or any of the cities, and will notify a codes inspector that maybe they should go out there and look at something that there's there's work being done and there's nothing here noted on the website. So we have. We have public policing. It's crowdsourced government. Right. Everybody's taking care of making sure that their community is getting better. You know, people people want to think that government is corrupt. That's that's the easiest thing in the world to throw out there. Cut back on that homeowners association. An example of that January sixth. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. Uh, you know. So make everything open and transparent. Right. Make it easy to access because my gosh. The citizens are the ones paying for government. They should get a benefit from it. And if and if somebody says, no, we don't want to make government easier for you to access, the question that I would ask is, why? Why don't you want me to know how much it costs to run my government or where my tax dollars are being spent? Why should I have to get a Freedom of Information Act request 
right. to know where my money's going. We're going to go to our last series of breaks here, Zach. We'll come back. Uh, we're with uh, Mr. Rob Mitchell, who is our Rutherford County property assessor. You all know him. Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro, Zach's on the board. And when we come back, we're going to get to that all-important question of what Mr. Mitchell's favorite dessert is. Okay? So stay with us, folks. We'll be right back with you after this. Ronna McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with Parks a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs, and we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds. Now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties, sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's. 877-GRUMPY'S or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Mafia Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Mafia Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, we are back with uh, Mr. Rob Mitchell, and I want to say hello to Debbie Miller. Hey, hello, Debbie. Debbie. Hey, Debbie. That's How are you sister. doing? That's you doing okay, hey, Debbie. <laughs> my favorite dessert is what is it? Goo goo clusters. <laughs> what is it? My favorite dessert? Pop, pop rock. The okay. lady asked, which we can do is, you know. I Danish wedding cookies. Danish Ooh. wedding cookies. They're in a pink box, aren't they? They're yeah. in a bag. A pink bag. You used to come, well, well they're in a box in a now. Box. But they're, okay. in a, they're in a box now. They used right. to come in a bag. What about okay. that stuff called fluff? You remember that? You get a spoonful of <laughs> that, the marshmallow the stuff. Marshmallow. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's for rich people. <laughs> fluff. 
Danish wedding cookies. Okay, ma'am, you have that. Ma'am, you, you got that. that. All right. And your birthday's coming well, up, right? So remember. No, it's a way hey, off. How's your Christmas shopping going? <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Let's talk about something here real quick, and let's shift gears from Mr. Mitchell. Um, this is a story that was put out um, by uh, in the Tennessean. Let me give credit where credit in uh, the January 17th issue. Th- this was done by uh, Holly Meyer and Mariah Timms. And um, after the mass of January 6th, we've all, we all saw that. Um, there's only like 15% of registered Democrats that believe uh, uh, Biden was elected fairly. Registered Democrats don't think he was? Wow. No, no, no. They got a problem. 15% of, I don't know how many Democrats do. You mean Republicans. Republicans. I'm sorry. Republicans. Dude, lay off the sauce, man. (laughs) Give me another drink here, Zach. It's okay. You you heard that. I had a problem. Mariah Tim said that only 15% of registered Democrats thought Biden won. I didn't think we're talking politics today. No. uh, Registered Republicans. think that uh that joe biden was elected fairly um do you think the election was rigged Rob? i think they played a better ground game than we did and they we were outplayed at a game of chess and what you do when you play chess if somebody wins you shake their hand you say did a good job you played a good game move on see what you did it won't happen the next time we play and that's 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 what adults do Mm -hmm. you know you you plan you you analyze you you analyze what the game was that you played, you see what mistakes were made, you see how they did certain things, how your opponent did certain things, and you plan for that. Anything less than that, and you know, you don't kick over the board and storm off. Uh, you can do that, but you know it's, it looks worse on you. Right. right. You just you just sore say, you loser. Yeah. You just say you know what. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm going to analyze the game over. I'm going to see exactly what moves were played. I'm going to see how you how you beat me at this game. I'm right. going to I'm going to make sure that the next time we play, I've got a counter for that. Do you feel that Trump should be allowed to run for president again? Uh, it's a free country. You know, if if he wants to run and he has the money to spend, I think that's fine. Um, I don't know that he would be selected as a candidate, honestly. I think you think he's going to start another party. That's what I. That's what I'm hearing. That rumor has been the, the, Patriot, the Patriot Party or the Trump right. Party. Pa- or well, the Patriot. I don't know. I, I haven't heard that, but you know everybody's free to do what they want to do. Right. Um, you know, I don't know how successful he'll be, uh, or not. You know, I really don't know. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I have. That's that's fact. And then of course they have. I think we have one up in uh, East Tennessee, the Patriot Churches that have been started, um, which are geared toward Appalachia, or toward the well. I don't know about oh, that. Oh boy, that no. could be a real problem with the with the State Board of Equalization because if if they're involved in politics, they could lose their tax exempt status. That's exactly right. <laughs> churches aren't supposed to be involved in politics. No, they're not. No. no, they're not. If they are, they can have their tax exempt status challenged. It can right. be removed, and they'll have to pay property taxes. I believe this country was founded because of freedom of well, freedom of religion, but freedom to be able to uh, worship where you know where you want to. The Church of England had something to do with well, it. Tell us, tell us how. I think it I think actually it's it was freedom from a state organized religion because you had to belong to the church if you the were going to be involved yeah. in 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 government. Uh, and that's, they that's kind of together, the way it was. one at hand. It was the church and the government. Thus, yeah. separation of church and yeah. state. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's why they're exempt from local property taxes. Which I think is something. Now, this is just me talking, folks. This is not these other two gentlemen. Uh, I think it's something that's gotten blown way out of whack. I mean, we've got some churches that are Well, religion's the biggest business in the world. Yeah. It's, it's business. Uh, it's kind of like sports. It's, it's uh, you know, it, it, you can't hardly hurt anyone's feelings with, with it. With anything, oh, it's my religion. You know, well, you know, bully for you. But, uh, I mean, you've got, you, you have these television ministers, you know, and 
Er- I've never Ernest, figured it out. Ernest Little old ladies sending them ten dollars to help help them buy a new jet because their old jet is worn out. You know? Well, in tax exempt hospitals, right? Oh, that's a good subject. About uh, I mean, you and I talked about yeah. that about uh, St. Uh, Thomas. Yep, they don't pay any property taxes. They don't pay property tax. No, because they're doing something good. Because they're for the common good. That right? There, there are they are supposed to be caring for the poor and the downtrodden and the indigent and if someone uh a way they were originally established there were no hospitals that were the houston foundations that got started well i mean nationally uh communities didn't want to care you didn't have hospitals churches Mm -hmm. were the hospitals that's exactly right so churches as an extension of their ministry to care for the sick were granted an exemption on their hospitals. Right. That began to grow. It became big business. Uh, states all across the United States simply adopted the federal tax code that said, federally, you don't pay any any taxes, any income tax, so locally, you're not going to pay property tax. They just accepted it. Right. Without okay. any means testing. I'm an advocate for means testing. Okay. What's I, think that? If, I think if you're going to give someone an exemption from a local tax that pays for our local schools, that pays for our fire protection, that pays for our departments of safety, that pays for our infrastructure, and they benefit from that because people can get to their hospitals. Sure. If they are not giving away at cost, and at not the cost that they would charge in, uh, to an insurance company and not the book cost that they would charge if you didn't have insurance on a reduced rate. The actual cost sure. to produce the service, if their actual audited cost to produce the service is not greater than the property taxes that they would pay, then they don't get the exemption. Now, if it's half of it, then they get half the exemption, and then they pay the other half in property taxes. I see right. what, you, yeah, I see what but, you're driving at. But right. there should be... I feel, I believe that there should be some type of measurement with that because if you if you ever go to a not uh, if a, uh, you ever go to a tax exempt hospital, you'll get a bill. They charge whatever they. Want. Oh yeah, and you, I'll they, sure you and they have their yeah. they have their own internal collection department that right. mm-hmm. that will send out collection notices for you and and you know turn you over to and it's getting to a point where some of these hospitals some of these organizations are going to have a way where they can attach a lien to some of your personal property uh, your home for example that's why a lot of people won't go to the debt. hospital yeah that's why a lot of people you know, won't go to the hospital because it's right cost and they don't have any medical coverage they have no no health health insurance now I will say this, and I'm going to go on record saying this. Hopefully, now that this election is behind us, we can get this thing settled, get honed in the right direction. But I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, Rob, whoever walked into the White House, they've got a whole rat's nest of stuff facing them. This this place is is in a pickle. I'm talking about the United States. Itself. Oh, uh, bureaucracies are the problem. Mm-hmm. A bureaucracy will do everything it can to self-perpetuate because it becomes a living, breathing organism. Right. right. We need the truth. That's what people are seeking you know, now is the truth. And, that, and that's transparency. Yeah. That's why I think it is so important that our government – and let's start at the local level because we all live locally. We don't all live sure. in, in – We don't live in Washington, D.C. We don't live in Washington, D.C. We don't live in all 50 states. We live in Rutherford County, Tennessee. Right. right. Our focus should be on making our government as transparent as possible making it so that we can see exactly where our dollars are being spent right and hold our elected officials accountable hold me accountable yeah it, it, you know i'm not perfect if our office messes up let me know we'll fix it sure you know no more us. smoke and mirrors i mean let's speak the truth and and do and that's how we're judges our deeds and stuff but we're really yeah. yeah and and it's a big and yeah, i gotta tell ta- i gotta tell you bill we have got a great group of of public servants uh, you know i don't care what people say or want to say we really have a good group of people i know you do 
because uh, I know Thanks, I know Rob. some of them. Rob, thank you so much. Your county property assessor always good enough to come up and share some time with us. We appreciate it. Bill, have a good week. Thank you. Uh, Zach is going to replay a show from last week. For some reason, last or two weeks ago, last week's show for some reason did not load up. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Stick around for our nine o'clock hour. Back with you next Sunday. Till then, have a good week. WTVLP Murfreesboro, W263 AI Murfreesboro, W270 AF Murfreesboro. WGNS Murfreesboro.